rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I guess I'm allowed a little gaffer too, <laughs> since I'm flying the submarine by myself today. Uh, you know, JC's always here doing the technical stuff. And so uh, JC's otherwise occupied at the moment. So he said, no, I got you, you got this. You can do this. I got confidence in you. So here I am. Yay. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm just excited to, to be here with you. You know, the, the uh, holiday break was a really great break, but it served to like really energize me and really motivate me to uh, to do what we do. And, we, you know, we don't just do the radio show. We don't just do this podcast. We don't just do this YouTube. I travel and teach all across America. JC has classes that he travels and teaches. I'm also a professor at River University at their School of Government, and the semester starts tomorrow. Yes, and I'm very excited about that. But I also have some really great things coming up uh, for the public. Let me just show you something here really quick. I'm going to go ahead and navigate just for one second so that you can see um, the Chris Ann Hall website so I can show you how to navigate through this because I want you to be able to find me. I want you to be able to find the videos, and I also want you to be able to find where I'm teaching and uh, live and join us. Also, find out how you can have me come and teach your groups as well. So here we go. Am I doing it? Oh, woohoo! There we go. All right. So this is ChrisAnnHall.com that you are looking at right now, and uh, this is the homepage. There you see JC and I at the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. The banner slips and goes. Flips and goes to Liberty First University. Uh, if you guys have not seen JC's Hidden Black History More Than Victims presentation, then you really, really need to see that. So this is the main menu. Remember, we operate solely on your support. Uh, we don't have huge benefactors and we're not a 501c3, so we don't get a lot of people who who want to donate money. I mean, we've had people say, I'll give you $10,000, Chrisanne, but you've got to be a 501c3 because people want the donation. They, they want the tax deduction, right? Well, we invest in liberty, not in the IRS. And so we really appreciate what you're doing when you donate to us right here. Uh, this is also all the shows. You can see they go way back, lots of dots there. These are the articles. Uh, just a little question. How many of you have taken the Liberty Test? This is the most recent article that I have published. And uh, I wanted to know, did anybody ever, uh, anybody out there in the chat room there in YouTube, because remember, if you're just listening to us on the podcast, you can also watch us live on the chat room. And so I just wanted to know how many of you have taken the Liberty Test. If you haven't taken the Liberty Test, go to chrisannhall.com and let me know. If you have taken the Liberty Test, won't you please uh, type in your score in the chat room or if you're watching us on Facebook right now, 
uh, type it into the uh, po you know the the post place where you leave your comments. Type your score in for the Liberty Test. Just wondering how what everybody thinks about that. So if you're watching me on YouTube right now, you can also see my dog in the background, and he he. He very rarely leaves my side, and so when we do the show, he has to come inside. <laughs> hey, Mac. He has to come inside and, and, and sit in the studio with us. So let's go back here. Uh, these are the articles. These are the, these are the podcasts, and there are also links to the YouTubes in there. This is the, these are the articles. These are the videos, just a handful, that we also have up on YouTube, but those are just a handful there. Now I want to show you something. Here you can go to our, this is a direct link to Liberty First University. This is our calendar. This is how you contact me if you are able, if you want to have me come and teach. But this is what I want to talk to you about today, the calendar. This is my calendar. And you can see, when you go to chrisannhall.com and you look at the calendar, you can see everywhere I'm going to be teaching, all the radio programs that I'm gonna be doing, all the, all the interviews. For example, tomorrow night at 7.25, I will be on the Quite Frankly Show. Now I know lots of you are Quite Frankly fans, so I'll be excited to see you guys over there at Quite Frankly. We're gonna be talking about the War Powers Act. But we have a lot of things happening. This event on Thursday in Lakeland, Florida is going to be huge. I mean huge. And I'm going to be speaking. I'm the, the main speaker talking about religious liberty. Here's the Kate Daly Show. We do that every single Thursday that we are uh, willing and able. We are always willing, but sometimes we're not able. On Friday, I'm, I'm on Thursday, January 30th. There'll be an event in Port St. Lucie. And then on that following Saturday, uh, teaching the history of the Constitution in Martin County, Florida. We're doing a lot of Florida stuff this year because of the university. Uh, we don't want to go too far during the school semester. But you can see that the calendar has lots of good things. Janet hasn't updated the February calendar with all the radio stuff yet. But you can see our events as you go through our calendar. And I just wanted you to see how that works. I wanted to introduce you to chrisannhall.com so that you're able to go online there at chrisannhall.com and navigate your way through. I'm seeing that some of you are giving your Liberty Test scores. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. And I'm glad because this is very, very... Um, this is a very eye-opening test, is it not? I mean, we're, we're seeing people, Val posted her Liberty Test score was 65. Uh, so go ahead and go to chrisannhall.com and take your Liberty Test. Um, who was it that just mentioned this? Oh, let's see, I, I missed it. Oh, Mark Anderson. I was gonna talk about this, Mark. This is the, um, the this is my Twitter page, by the way, I'm about to show you, and I wanted to talk about the climate change Australian brush fires. And I just thought this was funny because I posted this right here. Uh, I said, if climate change caused the Australia brush fires, does that mean that climate change also causes Australia arson? 
And I said, just asking for the 24 Australian arson defense attorneys. <laughs> Seriously, guys, come on now. I, and I see now, uh, Mr. Anderson tells us here on, on the, in the uh, YouTube chat that there have been over 200 arrests. 200 arrests for arson now. You know, it's, it's really a very sad thing because this happens in America too. And I know this for fact. This is a terrible, terrible constitutional crisis that we have in America. Climate change is not causing our forest fires in, in, in America. Constitutional crises are causing our forest fires. Let me explain to you how this works. I've done so much teaching in the last 10 years in the uh, Western states that I've actually got to sit down and talk to the community leaders and talk to the people who live in these communities. Now, one day a long time ago, these communities had healthy logging industries. And I mean healthy logging industries. We're not talking about Haitian logging industries. We're not talking about deforestation, okay? That doesn't happen in America anymore. It may have a long time ago before we educated ourselves and we knew what was going on, but deforestation does not happen in America. And the tree huggers can just, you know, leap over themselves if that offends them. I know, I, you know, like I said, I was a a, well, I am a recovering socialist. I was all the total tree hugger kind of person. So I know the propaganda, but I also know the truth. And so sitting down and talking to these people and why I call this the constitutional crisis is because these healthing, healthy logging industries, because logging in the forest is healthy. Logging actually prevents forest fires. I know that sounds totally radical. I know because we're so stinking brainwashed. Look, I, I am not a spring chicken, okay? I am not a spring chicken, but I actually remember being in the fourth grade and the indoctrination beginning then. You know, I didn't actually know that I was being, who knows they're being indoctrinated. How did we know? My fourth grade teacher was well on the way to environmental indoctrination. Now there are good conservation principles that we are supposed to follow. I am for conservation, but all things in moderation. Okay. So this stuff has been going on for a long time. So sit down and talk to these people who know what they're talking about in the logging industries, who know and live in these communities, they're community leaders. Why I call this a constitutional crisis is because the EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers, these unconstitutional agencies operating in America, okay? You wanna have an, a, a federal EPA, that's fine. Put them in control of Washington, D.C. Put them in control of U.S. territories, which, by the way, we shouldn't have any of those right now either, but that's a whole nother show. So the federal EPA should be ruling and regulating over Washington, D.C., 
should be ruling and regulating over the fort ports and magazines that the federal government lawfully manages and ought to be operating in the territories that we legally um, protect. And that's it. But these unconstitutional agencies, though, oh, I forgot. Thanks for reminding me, guys, on, on the uh, chat here. The Bureau of Land Management, okay? Bureau of Land Management as well. These unconstitutionally operating agencies exercising unconstitutional and at this point practically unlimited authority. Where you have an executive agency that doesn't even have the authority constitutionally exist, but then, then threatens to fine homeowners, farmers, and ranchers $27,000 a day. Now, I'm not talking corporations here. I'm talking people like you and me. They go on their property, they make up some garbage, and then they tell them if they don't comply, 37, 27, sometimes higher, tens of thousands of dollars a day in accumulative fines to stop this. We, we've talked about this for so long on this show. We have uh, Idaho, the EPA went in, there was a man who had a, a drainage ditch running adjacent to his property. The drainage ditch got backed up with debris and, and leaves and branches from storms and snow or whatever. And he called his county and said, look, my yard is flooding because your drainage ditch is clogged. The county said, look, we are six months backlogged. We can't do this for you. So here, we give you permission to get a backhoe. Clean out the clog and we'll all be happy. So he did. He went and, get a, he went and got a, a backhoe, cleaned out the ditch. And guess what? The EPA threatened to fine him $37,000 a day until he fixed, I'm sorry, he put back the mess that he fixed. I, I just, damaging wetlands. Are you stinking kidding me? It was a drainage ditch. And so these are the kind of things that we have operating when we have unconstitutional government. This is part of the hypocrisy of the house that I wanted to talk, that I'm, I plan on talking about today. We're building to that. I want you to see this, okay? I want you to see how this is supposed to work. So the Australian brush fires, all of the Hollywood wackos are running around and all the politicians, oh my goodness, I saw a tweet from Hillary Clinton today. Oh, climate change caused the Australian brush fires. No, they didn't. If climate change caused the Australian brush fires, then climate change caused 200 people to commit arson. Okay, and if that's the case, and I'm a defense attorney, I want to know that because that's a Loctite defense, right? Can you imagine going into a courtroom where you're accused of arson and you have politician after politician and expert after expert testifying that climate change caused this, not arson? That's like 
Oh my goodness, that's like Merry Christmas defense attorney. So properly logging and maintaining a forest stops brush fires. But it's the same wackos. This is ironic. I know it's not ironic. It's actually planned. The same wackos that talk about climate change causing these fires are the same wackos that won't let you maintain the forests so you won't have these massive fires. So here's how it was explained to me. When we log, we plant so we don't deforest. But also what we do is we clean up the forest floor because trees, before they're harvested, are constantly dropping limbs sometimes in the middle of a forest before the forestation has to before the the harvest excuse me wrong words there before the harvest has to happen some trees will die and they fall well everything that falls on the forest floor becomes fuel for these fires and so when a fire starts if it first if the fire starts naturally by a, a lightning strike, or if it starts by accident because of a camper, or it starts on purpose because of an arson. If the forest floors are clean and the forest is maintained, then the fire can be stopped quickly. But when there is massive amounts of fuel on the forest floor, because the EPA, the Bureau of Land Management, the Army Corps of Engineers, and somebody also reminded me, the Department of Interior refuses, not, not just simply refuses, but will put you in jail for doing this, for cleaning up the forest floor. That's how these fires start. So now, why does this constitutional crisis cause arson? Well, you have communities that for generations have been built around the logging industry. Tree farming, that's basically what it is in America. Tree farming. Well now the EPA, the Bureau of Land Management, and the Department of Interior, along with the Army Corps of Engineers, sets up all these restrictions, all these fines, all these penalties, and they refuse to allow the tree farming to happen. There are entire communities in the Northwest that are like ghost towns because our federal government killed their towns, literally killed their towns. And the people who remain, and this is the tragedy of it all, and I know this for a fact, I have heard this from their mouths, and I know this happens in Florida too, so because we have a lot of forestry in Florida too. We do a lot of pine tree farming here. These people will start these fires in these communities that are struggling because the government will not allow them to do what they've been doing, will not allow them to take care of their own land and use their own, responsibly use their own natural resources. People who are desperate start these fires. Why? Because they know the fires come seasonally. And every time a fire comes, another unconstitutional federal, federal agency comes in to rescue. FEMA. We have communities in the Northwest 
who actually live off the fires. They wait every year for the season of fires so they can get the federal help. So the federal government will pay them to go in and stop the fires. So the federal government will pay them for the damages, for the loss of economy, for the loss of, of property. So the federal government will pay them to, to clean up. This is, I know this is really hard to understand. It's really hard to comprehend. It sounds, to me, sounds very third world country to me. But that's right here in America, and I know because I've seen it with my own eyes. I was teaching in Oregon a few years ago. There's big fire sweeping through Oregon. I'm driving past, I'm, 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 I am actually on my way to a speaking event, driving in one, on one of the highways where the mountain goes up way and the forest comes down. And the fire is like right there. My car is actually getting splashed by the water that's being dropped from the helicopters to put out the fire. I've been there. I've talked to these people. Now, I don't know if Australia has some form of FEMA. But I think at this point in time, it's very difficult to dispute the fact that climate change did not start these fires when they've actually arrested over 200 people. And climate change does not start the fires in America either. It's the constitutional tragedy that drives people to desperation that commit these acts of arson. And so, you know, I mean, that's, that's where we are. And that's part of the hypocrisy of the federal government. I made this video, it's traveling around the internet now where I called out the House and Nancy Pelosi on their hypocrisy I mean I've been watching this garbage now for months JC and I have talked about it we've mocked Nancy Pelosi by the way that she talks about the founders and and how we're supposed to believe that they revere the Constitution and they love the founders when less than a year ago they were calling our founders a bunch of elite, white, racist, misogynistic slave owners. They were calling our Constitution a flawed, fatally flawed document. And today, now all of a sudden, they're in love with it because it's, it's convenient to their political purpose. It's, it's hypocrisy as their religion. And that's what this is all about. It's not climate change. It's crime, and it's crime driven by too much government. And now that the House of Representatives is running around crying, oh, we need to stick with the Constitution. We need to uphold the Constitution. We have an oath that says we must uphold the Constitution. Okay, then fine. Get your, get your Bureau of Land Management out of our industries and let us take care and self-govern ourselves for a change. Please, why don't you? Because if you love the Constitution that much, then you need to stay out of the state and local business because you have no constitutional authority to be involved in our state and local businesses. Period. Let me show you, um, because I have this, this, I actually have this up on my, 
my Twitter channel here. So if you follow me on Twitter, you can uh, you can see this. So this is the Chris Ann Hall Twitter channel. I'm at, as you can see up here on uh, YouTube, if you're not watching us on YouTube, then you can hear me tell you I'm at Chris Ann Hall on YouTube. And I have all our current events up there, but I also have posted this tweet from the House Foreign Affairs Committee. This House Foreign Affairs Committee tweet that says, this media post will serve as a reminder that the war powers resides in Congress and under the United States Constitution and that you should read the War Powers Act and that you're not a dictator. So it's a message to Donald Trump. But you see, the video that I told you about, a short message to our House of Representatives and their leader, what we should be saying, it says, it's called on YouTube, what we should be saying to the House of Representatives and their leader. That's what my video talks about. This hypocrisy. How can you, House Foreign Affairs Committee, how can you House members, how can you, Nancy Pelosi, stand up there and criticize the President of the United States for exercising a power you delegated to him through the War Powers Act when the, and then cry War Powers Act when the War Powers Act is unconstitutional? Completely and totally unconstitutional. It's the House, it's, it's, it's Congress as a whole, the House and the Senate, shirking their responsibility and, and denying their accountability. Oh, well, we're, you know, the, the operation of declaring war is solely in the hands of Congress, the legislative branch. And our founders spoke very strongly and very frequently about why that power rests in the hands of the legislative branch and not the executive branch. And yet you have, you have here these nincompoops in the House trying to criticize Donald Trump for using a power they delegated to him, unconstitutionally albeit, delegated to him while at the same time talking about upholding the Constitution. Do you know why? Here's another one that, that came up. I want to show you this one too, just so you know. This one right here. Nancy Pelosi announced that Congress will vote this week on a war powers resolution aimed at limiting the powers of the U.S. President Donald Trump toward Iran from the repercussions of the news. Okay. Nancy Pelosi announced that she and Congress are going to sit down and vote on the War Powers Act. Are they going to talk about how the War Powers Act is unconstitutional? Are they going to go in and, and you know, they have this newfound love for the Constitution, this newfound desire to, to uphold the intent of our framers. So while they're debating and discussing the War Powers Act, they're going to talk about how it's unconstitutional? Well, of course not. Because if they talked about how it was unconstitutional, 
then guess what happens? They're actually limiting their own power. If they actually uphold the Constitution the way they say they want to, or, you know, they're, they're, they're feigning their love for their Constitution, you know this, right? You know this. Feigning their love. So let me ask you a question then. When are we going to... I mean, seriously, the, we've got to start spreading this message. That's why I made that video on YouTube. If you're already watching us on YouTube, go there. If you're not, go now. You can see the, the video, what we should be saying to the house, right there under the Chris Ann Hall Show playlist, the first one there, and share it. We need to get this out there. Because you see, for the house, for Nancy Pelosi to engage in a, con a, a constitutional conversation about the War Powers Act means, guess what? They have to stop the power of Congress. They're not actually going to take a constitutional stance on the War Powers Act. Of course not. Because they don't want to limit anybody's power but their own. And I think, how is it that the Congress can pass laws to limit a single person in office? How do they go back and make something illegal that they already made legal? Not lawful, because it's unconstitutional, but legal. Ex post facto, anyone? Seriously. And I don't want to hear about how Chris Ann is now a Trump sycophant and she's defending Trump and she's doing that. I, this is not about Trump, people. Let's just, let's just race that out of your brain. This conversation is not about Donald Trump. And if you make it about Donald Trump, you're missing the battle. Because these people in the House of Representatives, these people in federal politics today, Nancy Pelosi, chief of the chiefest, are deceiving millions of Americans. Not just simply on their intent, but deceiving them on what the constitutionally actually says and what it means. There are so many unsuspecting people out there who actually believe what these people say because no one challenges it in their world. And I understand that if you step in their world and you attempt to challenge it, that they will resist that challenge. But I want you to know that we have an obligation. We have an obligation to spread this truth, to take back the narrative, to speak truth, regardless of whether it's going to be received or not. May I reach out to my Bible-believing brothers and sisters out there? We are commanded to sow seed. And only God can bring the increase. If you're not a believer, then you must also understand that it's not your job nor your capability of changing someone's mind. 
There is not a single person on this planet, not a single human being on this planet that has ever changed someone's mind. That is actually a misnomer. It's a misspeak. You don't change people's minds. You convince them to change their own. So let's just wipe that out of your mind. You're, you're going to have these conversations that will change people's minds. No, you are there to convince them of truth, to convert them to a truthful way of thinking so that they will change their minds. And remember from past shows that we've had here, JC and I have taught this over and over again. The most powerful tool to convince and convert is to plant a question in someone's mind. You plant that question in someone's mind, guess what? You walk away, that question is still there. A question is like a computer virus of the brain. You plant the right question. Climate change causes the Australian brush fires. That's interesting. If climate change caused Australian brush fires, why have they arrested nearly 200 people for arson? And then you can inject a little humor because then humor in the question makes it stick. And, and, and like I did on Twitter, does that mean that climate change also causes people to commit arson? Now that's, the humor makes things stick. You're gonna make them ask those questions over and over again until they start really looking into it. I know. I've been forthright with you. I've had a change of heart. I changed my mind. I used to believe all this stuff. But that's why we need to share. We need to make sure that we're doing the right thing. Never be silent. Can I get an amen that it's been way too long that the silent majority has been like a badge of honor? Come on now. We can't keep operating like this. We can't keep believing that this is how things are supposed to go. We've got to be the people who are willing to share the truth are willing to call these people out. And we need to know, we need to know. Nancy and Pelosi know she's lying. They know they're lying. They're intentionally manipulating. But we have to be the ones to share with each other this truth. We need to show each other. I have a video called Congress is not King on YouTube. You need to go and you need to share this. Congress is not King. This is, this is bottom shelf stuff that everybody can understand. Stuff that everybody can see. And you're planting the question that makes them think. I want to mention before we uh, go, I want to I want to show you uh, once again that we have this big religious liberty event happening in Lakeland, Florida, uh, this Thursday, day after tomorrow. It's a rally for God and country, and the doors open at five thirty. 
And you can go to my social media or you can go to my, again, my calendar, chrisannhall.com. I'm also sharing these things on Instagram. My Instagram uh, name is at chrisann.hall. That's where we are at Instagram, at chrisann.hall. And so um, I want to see everybody that can be there, be there. I mean, this is going to be a really huge event. There's some really great speakers. There's a lot going on. And we also have other things that are happening uh, throughout the week that we want you to be involved in. So make sure you go to the, to the uh, chrisannhall.com and look at the calendar. Hypocrisy. How about the House of Representatives and their minions and their leaders running around talking about the Constitution and preserving the rights of the people and limiting power and yet just the other day ratified once again the, the indefinite detention provisions within the National Defense Authorization Act. We're talking about hypocrisy here. This national, the indefinite detention provisions of the National Defense Authorization Act, which were actually passed back in 2012. This is the fruit of the Patriot Act. The fruit of the fear from the towers falling back in 2012. And here's the problem. I have a whole video on this. People, we've had, we've actually had Republicans stand up and tell me that I am not and tell you that I'm not telling the truth when I talk to you about the indefinite detention provisions of the National Defense Authorization Act which are renewed by the way every six months that allows the federal government a perceived and pretended authority to detain not arrest detain a U.S. citizen anywhere on the planet, even on U.S. soil, not in a combat situation, as long as they believe there's some kind of threat. Now, when you're the department defining what threat means and your belief of the definition that you've invented becomes the standard, then what is the limit to your power? Let's go on step further from the Patriot, from the Patriot Act to the National Defense Authorization and Definite Provisions Act to the white paper issued by Eric Holder that takes the indefinite detention provision one step further and says, this is the Eric Holder, the Department of Justice issuing a legal paper that says, guess what? The federal government is authorized to assassinate U.S. citizens anywhere on the planet, even in the United States, and their legal, quasi-legal justification in their quasi-legal paper says, and we don't need to have any evidence to show our suspicion. So you just kill people. And then Eric Holder comes back and writes, and the courts have no authority to question our decision because it's a matter of national security. Now let's stay focused now. I'm talking about the hypocrisy 
of our House of Representatives and Nancy Pelosi, now they're, they're clinging to the Constitution and revering the founders of America in your face. But behind your back are actually supporting, upholding, and funding unconstitutional acts every minute of every day. So, before we decide to be Trump or never Trump, can we please, please start realizing the unconstitutionality flows from Congress to everywhere else? It absolutely does. The Congress is the most powerful branch of the federal government. That may be one thing Nancy Pelosi has gotten right. Congress is the most powerful branch of the federal government and the House being more powerful than the Senate. Now let's be clear, just because they're the most powerful doesn't mean they're unlimited power. They are the most powerful because they have the most delegated power, but that doesn't give them the authority to engage in activity not delegated. Can we just be very clear about that? Although the Congress is very powerful, they cannot engage in power that's not been delegated. Like Nancy Pelosi running and, and House members running across the globe. Talking about how they have the authority in the Constitution to make trade deals. How they have the authority to undo a treaty or something that the President is negotiating. No, they don't. There is no room in the House of Representatives for treaties. They're not delegated. The power to make treaties is the only power. There are no such thing as foreign trade deals. There are no such things as foreign deals. The only constitutional agreement is a treaty. And the power of the treaty is solely reserved to the President and the Senate. There is no room for the House of Representatives in that equation. Period. So while she's running around talking about the Constitution and this and that and the other, she's still a hypocrite. Because when it comes to limiting her power, well then the Constitution be damned. What Constitution? Where? What? What? Madison said what? No, no, no. Nothing to see here. Look over there. Look over there at that president. Look over there at that attorney general. Look over there at that. You know, I'm great with pointing out constitutional errors. I'm, I'm perfectly good at that. Good with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. But you better look in the mirror as well. Because the bottom line is the Congress, both the House and the Senate, are the, is the most unconstitutionally operating entity in the federal government. Why? Because the president does very little, actually. And everything, and 95% of what Congress does today is completely and totally unconstitutional. Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and check out that video and see what's going on. And share it and teach others. Let's, let's get rid of this false narrative 
of things we don't talk about in public, you know, politics and religion. No, those are the two things we're supposed to be talking about in public. We're not supposed to be talking about our colonoscopies. We're not supposed to be talking about our, you know, our gastrointestinal problems. We're not supposed to be talking about our life issues with strangers, okay? You know, we share so much. Oh, wait, Chris Ann, I might be digging up a stump here. How might we share what we ate for breakfast on social media? We share the pajamas we slept in. We share what we do in the bathroom on social media. But we don't talk about the two most important things that affect every human being, politics and religion. Isn't that a very curious design? If you talk about politics or religion, you're oversharing. But if I tell you what I ate for dinner and what it looked like when it came out, I'm not. Come on, people. You have to see this as a design to make you silent about the important things. Encourage other people around you to get off the political manipulation plantation. Speak truth and take back the narrative. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. Remember, don't just pontificate. Educate with our Chris Ann Hall Liberty gear. Make sure that you see... Uh, look, how else can you talk about religion and politics if not on your t-shirt? Go to chrisannhall.com and get your Got Liberty t-shirt. We have lots and lots of stuff out there. As a matter of fact, I have my Crispus Addicts mug today, which says, on, let me see if I can, without spell, spilling it, you won't be able to read it, but I can show it, I can read it for you. His feet were first in the perilous place to tear the king's flag down. His breast was first rent apart that liberty's stream might flow. For our freedom now and forever, his head was first laid low. This is just part of the ode to Crispus Attucks. And these are the kind of things, you know, just sit this on your desk. Maybe somebody that you work with thinks that our founders and that the Constitution is a document of slavery. And that the only contribution minorities had to America was under the whip of slave labor. Teach them about the free people that built America, the ones that overcame slavery, that, that overcame the culture of slavery while in the midst of slavery, which made America great. Teach them about that. Also remember, we need you to help us support this show. If you like what you hear tomorrow, we have a very special show. I'm just going to proclaim it. I'm going to rebuke any technical difficulties that come against us. We're going to have a special guest tomorrow. You don't want to miss tomorrow's show, but you can help us because everything that we do, all this equipment, all this time, everything we do, it's not free. So you can text IMPACT2020 all one, no, no, you know, extra spaces, but impact two zero two zero two three three seven seven seven, and you can help us monthly. Five dollars a month, fifty dollars a month. You make the choice. Make the investment in liberty. 
Not because the IRS says you get a return, because eternity says you will. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. We'll have JC back with us tomorrow. And remember, God bless and always put liberty first.